What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Mike Clement back again, Ole Miss hitting coach, because Ole Miss baseball this weekend finally embarks on its title defense of the program's first ever national championship. It's here, man. You sound excited. It is here. It's exciting. Yeah, it's a great time of year. It's, uh, I don't know, kind of the running joke, 75 today, 46 on Friday. It's baseball season, baby. Yeah, it's time. I feel like I talked to you like two days ago, but it ended up being a month, and I looked at my phone and went, wait a second. They're starting the frigging season this weekend. How have inter-squads gone? Good, good. I think it's probably this way every year. You get to a point this past weekend where Sunday rolls around, and it's like, all right, we got one more time playing each other, and uh, we've done it all fall. We've done it for three weeks in the spring, and uh, ready to tee it up, play somebody in a different uniform, and and, and see what we got. So it's uh, it's certainly fun. We're we're certainly excited, and feel pretty good about our team. From an offensive standpoint, so much was settled. We talked about this a lot um, before practice even started. So, did anything surprise you for the last month? Um. I, I like our offense. I think we'll hit. I think, uh, you know, I, I think we'll be right in line. You know, it may be a touch different than, you know, in, in spots than what we've had in the past, but I think it's um, there's a lot to be excited about up and up and down the lineup. I think there's length in there where it really stretches out. And, um, there's, there's certainly no super easy outs. And I think from a intrigue or a surprise standpoint, you know, I think the the only the only real guy that sticks out for me, um, and I don't know that I'd call him a surprise because you recruit him and you you, you know you're excited about him, but sure. Judd Utermark as uh, a freshman from Charlotte, North Carolina, who missed most of the fall, so they won. He went to Charlotte Christian and and they won a state championship. And in that run, he dove for a ball at third base to his left and and uh, tore his labrum in his non throwing shoulder. So he was out the first half of the fall came back, got like 15 at bats in the fall, and then got mono. And so he really didn't have a fall, and he has come out and, and really swung the bat well and had, had a good approach and put together good at bats um, and, and put himself, you know, in the conversation a little bit. Um, I guess in direct answer to your question, that's that's probably the one guy that we didn't see a, as much as we would have liked in the fall that has, that has impressed this spring. Well, also bring up surprises because Ethan Leggie – Ethan Leger almost butchered his last name. Holy shit. Ethan Leger is, uh, was the expected starter at third base. He's a transfer in. And then uh, Ethan Groff, the two-lane transfer in center field. These are guys that you kind of assumed. I mean, it was like they were being treated as veterans, like a TJ McCants or a Calvin Harris or Kemp Alderman. Yeah, these guys are going to be in our lineup. I'm curious if any guys behind them maybe just had ridiculous months. I don't know uh... – there are certainly guys that, that, that have shots behind those guys. And you're right. Like, I guess because I'm in it every single day and, and, and what you said is exactly right. Like 
Leger and Groff and Anthony Calarco, the transfer from Northwestern, like those guys aren't super surprises to us because, you know, right. when you're when you're surfing in that portal space with, with those with those two four year transfers, the expectation is that they're they're more plug and play type guys. And and Leger, we felt that way when we when we signed him last fall as well. And so yeah, those those guys are new faces. Those guys are in our lineup and those guys uh, you know, maybe maybe a surprise to someone who's coming out to, to see what the, the twenty twenty three version of this thing is, um, just because they're new names. But but certainly, you know, for you or me or guys who have been talking since way back in August, um, those are names that have certainly come up in, in, in our conversations throughout. I love how you corrected me so politely by saying Leger. So now I know how to pronounce it without going, hey, Ben, dumbass, it's Leger. <laughs> call him whatever you want. I'm going to call him third baseman that, that, that bangs the ball around the ballpark. Does he have pull power, opposite field power, everywhere power? I guess I'm saying, like, can he hit to all fields? He – I, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but he did, he did not punch out hardly at all in in, uh, in junior college. But but he's not like the um, you know super small diminutive contact guy. He's going to hit the ball ball out of the yard, but it's a it's a flat swing, and he can hit it to all fields. And um, yeah, he's he's pretty refined as far as what you think of when you think of junior college guys. He's not he's probably not the typical, Hey, he's got one tool type guy. He can play a good third base. He's got a really good arm. Um, and he's going to hit the ball to all fields. I think, you know, I don't, I don't know how it shapes up once four weeks are done and we're going into SEC play, but, but I don't, I certainly don't think he's our eight hole hitter. I think he, he fits somewhere in the middle and, uh, he's going to be a producer. I, I believe that. With a guy like that, that's refined, Ethan Groff, he's refined, Anthony Clarko refined, and you've got to build relationships with some of, with some of them for just a year. What's the challenge yeah. like that, and how do you do that? Well, I think it's certainly possible that with all three of those guys, it's just a year. They're all draft eligible. Right. Um, and, and I think especially with the two four-year guys, they have so many at-bats under their belt, um, that, that my goal going in is exactly what you said, build the relationship with them um, and, and know that because they have so many Division One at-bats under their belt, uh, we recruited them for a reason. You know, we recruited them to come in and hopefully I can, I can add some things or we can work on some things and refine their game a little bit, but um, they know what they're doing. Um, and they, they're mature guys and they've been around the block. And I don't think there's going to be too much that surprises them. Uh, even though it's a, a step up a little bit from a league standpoint and a competition standpoint, um, these are guys that are, 21 22 years old and um they, they they certainly know what they're doing and and from that standpoint they fit right in uh not a ton of ego to either one of them which is kind of refreshing um but they man they seamlessly have, have slid in and you're going to see them in important parts of our order i think Groff will lead off and play center field for us and um man they're going to fit right in they're going to fit right in for sure how do you build out the profile right like when they come in they know what they are but you're trying to take them even further to build out what they could be. Like, what's the first step you take with an Anthony Calarco or a Leger, for example, who's got power to all fields, but you maybe want to see him do this a little bit more. It could make him even better for the next level. Certainly they chose here because they felt like maybe we could take them to even another level um, in, in our, in our program. And hopefully we're uh, in the process of doing that. And, and, and I, I think it starts with them trusting you know, evaluating kind of what we're doing. Obviously, there's probably a little bit of uh, trust right away just because of the success of our program. But, um, you know, for, for me, it's more 
initially in August, allowing them to show us what they do and not make a ton of wholesale changes that maybe you would do with a freshman um, that this is all brand new to, but they kind of had their routine down. And like I said, they're mature kids. So I think initially for me, it was show them that I know what I'm talking about, uh, build some trust from a relationship standpoint. And then it's more minor tweaks. Hey, try this, or maybe it's approach. Uh, Hey, this is what you're going to see a lot in our league. Hey, this is how people are going to attack you. So maybe we need to, you know, try to try to do this, that, that has kind of been my approach with those guys and they're different players, certainly. Um, But, but, I, I think that's the approach as much as anything. And I think we've built that trust and I think they, 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 they trust what we're telling them as far as maybe making a, a little tweak here or there with their swing or their approach that can maybe take them a step up from what they were. Your national champions are back for another exciting year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for both Ole Miss baseball and the Ole Miss athletics foundation by signing up for the pledge per win and pledge per home run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday, allocated into your blue priority point total, and are up to 90% tax deductible. So sign up today by visiting givetoathletics.com slash donate. That's givetoathletics.com slash donate, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. That's Ole Miss Baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, 662-915-7159. And Ole Miss fans, Morgan Wallen is bringing his One Night at a Time tour to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium April 22nd and April 23rd. Tickets for both nights are still available and start at just $78. To purchase, visit MorganWallen.com. That's MorganWallen.com. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Ole Miss fans, you can never be too careful. 
especially these days and with young kids at home. Don't take any chances and secure your home with Eufy Smart Lock, an easy install all-in-one security device for your front door and that peace of mind we're all looking for. I myself am a Eufy user, and I can tell you firsthand, go ahead and ditch those house keys forever, grab a Phillips head screwdriver because that's all you'll need, and give Eufy Smart Lock a try today. No monthly fee, and Eufy customer service is waiting on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. So what are you waiting for? Head to Vault Hemingway or the Pavilion or Swayze Field to cheer on your Ole Miss Rebels with the reassurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Smart Lock. Eufy Video Lock makes it easy to keep an eye on things back home. Its built-in camera can tell you who's at the front door from the comfort of your stadium seat. Search Eufy Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com, eufyofficial.com slash video lock, to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Smart Lock and Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. It's a new year, and that means setting new goals for yourself and your family. And there's no better time to throw financial goals into the mix. Because the past year has been stressful for lots of people, me included. So why not take this opportunity to reevaluate where you are financially and where you want to be down the road? And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group and wants to help you set your financial goals and work towards a more secure financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186 for a no-cost consultation. That's Thomas Chandler at 662-296-0186 to get started today on your journey to financial health today. How long have we been talking? I mean, it's been a while. Right? Uh, this, is your num- this is year number nine for me. A lot, really? lot more gray hair since I met you. Well, you know what's funny? I've been doing interviews with you, just talking to you off the record, just seeing you laughing. I haven't asked you once. I'm mean, the infield coach, too, and I've never once been like, hey, man, how's our infield defense? <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> Excuse me. My uh, my job title is hitting coach, and um, we're able to hit a lot of fungos. And you know, it's a good place to start when you put Chatney and Gonzalez up the middle, and they pick up the ground balls. Then I'll take the credit for being uh, being uh, the infield coach as well. Yeah, but Calarco and Leje, you you got two guys at the corners now. So defensively, what's the adjustment been? If there's been one at all, see now I can ask you about it. It's a good question, um, Calarco. You know he has been a first baseman his whole life. And so like, it's, it's pretty smooth for him. He, pl- he played on turf at Northwestern. And so maybe that's a little bit of an adjustment playing on a natural surface here. Um, but he's pretty good. He's pretty good around the base. He's got good hands. He has good feel for what he's doing. Probably not a ton. There wasn't a ton there. Um, Leje a little bit different because he played a lot of shortstop um, and he's going to play third base here. So there's some footwork stuff, maybe, um, you know, some plays to his backhand. You don't have as much time at third base. It's more reactionary um, and, and all of that. So yeah, yeah, there's been some, some little tweaks, but those guys are good. I mean, they're, they're good. I think we're going to play really solid infield defense and, um, and, and just be really sound. And that's the thing, you know, we've tried to preach to them when we were, going through April last year where we weren't playing well, really the, the 
probably the part that doesn't get talked about where we, we really short things up before we short up getting, getting a big hit when it mattered or getting our pitching rotation figured out and throwing strikes and all of that was we started to play really good defense there. Um, when we were starting to come out of that thing. And that was really the first thing that turned around. We solidified, just said, you know what, we're going to play really good infield defense and we're going to, we're going to catch the ball and throw it across the infield, which sounds very simple, but when that doesn't go well, it's hard to win games at this level. And um, that's what we did, you know, for, for all that Chatagnier is, man, he, he had three errors. Like that's hard to do. And it, you know, if he puts his glove on it, you're out. He puts his glove on it a lot. Gonzo is what he is. And, you know, we just kept benching the infield and, um, it just really shored up, shored up the, the, the game for us. And then we obviously started pitching and hitting and the rest was history. Well, the question with Gonzo long-term was always his range at shortstop. Do you think yeah. like he's proven that he can stick there for the next level? I think so. I think so. I, I you know, I, I think if there were question marks about that, uh, there's no shot people would draft him as high as what he's about to get drafted here in, in, in July. And so, um, I, I don't think, and again, I don't evaluate necessarily for the next level. I don't necessarily do that job, but I've been around it for a long time. I, man, I, I don't see how he doesn't stick, um, at shortstop. Maybe when he gets to the big league, you know, shoot, Alex Bregman doesn't play shortstop for the Astros. So, um, I guess anything is possible from that <laughs> standpoint, but it's, but it's one of those things, depending on the organization and what they value and all of that, I guess. And if you're going to nitpick Gonzo, he doesn't run great. I think his range is pretty good. You know, probably fits more in the Kessinger mold as far as more long and rangey as opposed to like Servideo or Errol, who were more twitchy athletes. But, um, man, uh, I'll let somebody else make the decision if they're moving him off shortstop. I know I know the team he plays for right now, they're not switching him off a shortstop. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for that line. You've been giving it to me for three years. I've been asking you this well, for three years. The truth is the truth. It is. He looks like Vaughn Grissom at worst. And like at best, he's Carlos Correa. And those two guys you mentioned, they seem to be okay. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Um, does it feel different preparing? I, I've asked you this before, but like now that it's almost here, um, does it still feel different? Because these conversations we're having now, even with Mike, with you, with Laugh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's all different. Yeah. Externally, um, it certainly does. Uh, and that's a good thing, right? Like that's the goal and, and, and all of that. I think, you know, when, when you, when you win a championship, it, it, it changes things a little bit. And, and that's, a, that's, that's what the goal has been for a long, long time. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think it changes some external things. And, and to be honest with you, the coach in me is supposed to say, no, we've prepared just like we always have. Um, but I think we would be doing, the 20 guys that are on our current team, a disservice that were on that team. If we didn't reference that, I mean, we, we won the national championship. And so I think it's a good reference, you know, like those guys have done it and uh, you should be able to build off that the right way. There, there certainly is a fine line of being able to prepare for a season on its own merits. Um, but I think there's also a balance too. If you never talked about it and told them, Hey, you got to forget about that they would look at us cross-eyes and be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, like, what? We, we, we did that. Let, let me show you my ring. Like I, yeah. I, we, 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 we did that. So there's certainly a balance. Um, the beauty of Mike Bianco is he's not going to change a whole lot and um, he's going to coach hard. And so that stuff has not changed. Um, but sure there has, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little bit different. And, uh, I think our guys, the nice thing is, especially at the core position player group of it, um, 
there's a lot of veteran guys. And so they handled it, at least in my estimation, with maturity and uh, understand, you know, when it's time to be honored, even if it's 10 minutes before the opener and then be able to go out and play baseball. And, and I feel like they've done a good job of that. I guess the proof will be in the pudding here over the next month, but um, yeah, I, I, I like where we're at and the preparation and all of that. I'm 37 years on this earth and I've been a fan of Ole Miss, the Cowboys and the Braves. So I was tortured my entire life outside of like fourth mm-hmm. grade with the Cowboys. And I always thought it was bullshit. You know, like with the Cubs winning in 2016 and you got one and nothing else matters anymore. I used to be very nihilistic about sports. Just give me one. But now that Ole Miss got one, I, I kind of see it now. It's like, oh, no, screw that. I really want a second one even more. It's weird. It's almost insanity, right? Like <laughs> yeah, the, whole, the whole, hey, keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. So it's not exactly that, but it's like, uh, it's really hard to do. It's really, really hard to do, uh, but now you've done it, and it's like, man, let's go, let's yeah. go climb that mountain again. No, I'm, I'm no, I'm no different than you. Like, uh, and, and I think the thing about you become greedy, right? You become greedy, and I, and I think the thing about the Ole Miss baseball fan, um, they were so thirsty to get back to Omaha and the super mm. regional losses, all of the story we all know. Right. Yeah. And then we did it all at once. Like it wasn't <laughs> just, Hey, we made it back to Omaha. I think people were super fired up. And then we win the first two games and it's like, Holy crap. Like yeah. we're in the driver's seat of this thing. And then we go win the thing. And like, just the way it all happened, I think, um, makes, make, obviously makes for a great story. Um, but, but like it all happened at once, you know, like, uh, Oh, is Bianco ever going to make it back to Omaha and, <laughs> and all of this? And then it was, oh, yeah, we can do that. And then I'll, we're just going to go ahead and do the whole deal. Um, so it wasn't like the slow progression. Hey, we're going to go, and then we're going to go again, and then we're going to win it. It was, uh, he can't make it. Oh, he made it, and oh, he won it. And so, um, yeah, it's I, I get that. I get that from a as much as I can. I get it from a fan perspective. Yeah, but also from a coach perspective. You feel the exact same way. You get gritty about it. 2019, obviously COVID and 20, but 19 and 21, you get to a super regional and you lose in game three. And in the, in the fashion, we lost those game yeah. threes where we weren't real competitive in those games. It seems like, man, we got so close, but we were so far away. Like from a, you know, if yeah. you think about recruiting and what could we have done differently and well, shoot, Arkansas beat us up in game three and 19 Arizona beat us up in game three and 21. And so it's like, man, Maybe, you know, maybe we are far away and then you do it and it's like, oh man, that's what you got to do. And it's that, I hate, I hesitate to say that easy, like, well, we just did it, Yeah. but you don't just do it. It's really, really hard. And I don't even know if I can grasp it because of the way we did it. Like our guys, once the, the switch got flipped, they made it look really easy. Yeah. It's not, but they did, they did make it look easy. And, and I remember that and I feel that and it's like, well, it's just. Let's go do that thing again. Well, it validates everything because, I mean, at one point, it felt over last year. I mean, it yeah. was over. So, like, yeah. maybe it's, now uh, almost fans can just more, you know, appreciate as it's happening. Like, oh, crap, that was a huge accomplishment. That was, too. Uh, they'll appreciate it until our first loss. And then I know <laughs> the, the, the old guy in Section M is still going to be wearing me out when I send a runner and he gets thrown out at the plate. Like, it's going to – Well, that has to happen. You know, like the, the Tiger the tiger still has his stripes for sure. And, but, but, like, on some strange, deranged level, I appreciate it. Like, it's, uh, 
it's it's competition. You got to choose, right? Yeah. So so the guy pays his money and he wants to yell at number thirty for 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 waving a guy home. It's okay. Yeah, but think about it. You could be doing it at some other Power Five school on the West Coast, and you wouldn't be getting that kind of engagement. You're just hoping to get like more than parents in the I've stands. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. So yeah. like, yeah, one hundred percent. This is way better than that. Way better. And you won a title. We got way off topic here. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, over under two and a half bunts this season. Ooh, sack like straight sacks. Yeah, like straight two and a half bunts. That's a good, really good line. Really good line. I'm going to take the over <sighs> because there's going to be the random. It's not going to be a sacrifice bunt sign for me. Okay. But there's going to be the random. Someone hits a double and McCants looks at third base and the guy is playing behind. He bunts it a little too hard. The guy comes, throws him out. We advance. And it's, you know, obviously that goes down as a sacrifice bunt. So I will, I will take the over, but like called straight up square yeah. around and sack bunt. Number five allows me to some freedom over there. It's the under for number 30, putting them on. Um, and I don't want to squarely put it on number five, but he's got, he's got broad shoulders. He's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's bunts. They suck. Maybe I'll take the over on him because he, there's something inside of him um, I know that would like to do it a little bit more. And, you know, he he doesn't like to be at the bottom of any statistical category, even though I take a ton of pride <laughs> when I look and, and we're number 14 in sacrifice blunts. I think he, he would like to be like number 12 and he would be okay with that. So I'll, I'll go over on that, but slightly. Over under a half a championship for Ole Miss baseball this year. No, over. Let's go. Oh, God, let's Come go. On. He's Ole Miss hitting coach, Mike Clement, and infield coach, too. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. You got it, bud. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best-kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.